Welcome to Southpaws, episode 488, Meatosis. <laughs> I'm Saverin. I'm Fuzzle. And today's April Fools, and this is not Notcast, and Shiva is busy being extra long today, because unfortunately for cats on April Fools, they gain an extra pair of legs, and so, oh no. you know, <laughs> that's just how it is. She's being extra long couch, being a full sectional tonight. So it's been a couple weeks since we last recorded, because the world is full of fuck, and we are here because, well, we actually have a little bit to talk about this week that's a bit lighter, because, like, some of the stuff we had on tap for last week was kind of, eh, where it's like, we could get into furry discourse, but we don't want to. Yeah. It's like, hey, there's some good news, you know, Texas opened their COVID vaccinations to all adults on March 29th, that was good. California Supreme Court ruled that... You know, cash bail is uh, wrong and needs to be abolished. Mm-hmm. And hey, yesterday I got my second dose of COVID vax, and I only feel slightly more shitty than usual. So uh, I take that as a win. You know, mm. everyone was like, oh, you know, I had this effect and that effect. My mom had a headache for a day or two. Uh, you didn't have much. Tyrion was on his ass, but then Ajax didn't feel anything, according to him. And for me, yeah. just like my arms sore, kind of like the first time. Now, yeah. I could get hit with symptoms tomorrow, because they can happen 24 to 48 hours, but, like, the worst I've been d- having to deal with is just some pain on the arm, and then you just take painkillers. Mm-hmm. You know, not even, like, fun ones, just, like, acetaminophen and Tylenol. Yeah. And all that stuff, so. It was nice, you know, did a road trip out to Alvarado yesterday, mm-hmm. which is about an hour away from us, and, you know, just... Caught up on some podcasts and got out there early. Like, it took more time getting out of the parking lot at the CVS and onto 67 to get onto 35 going north than the whole process at the dang CVS. Like, the traffic (laughs) at that intersection is just awful because it's a state highway that intersects with actual I-35. So Mm -hmm. it's just really badly designed because it's way higher traffic than it was designed to be. But yeah, it was interesting, too, because the people that are going out to Alvarado to get their shots aren't from around Alvarado, necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. the dude in front of me was from Grand Prairie. Then I was, you know, we're here in Carrollton. And then the dude after me came from Arlington, which, although right. we're... Uh, a bit of a drive. The nurse who was administering the vaccine was like, aren't they doing stuff in Dallas County? It's like, well, I did this through the CVS website like a m- month ago before y'all got super packed. And like Dallas is not getting a commiserate amount of vaccine relative to the population. So I got one here. And she's like, oh, that's fair. It's like, get it when you can get it. It's like, that's kind of how it is. Yeah, it really is. Last week, yeah. I think this... Dallas County got maybe 60,000 doses out of a population of two and a half million people. Mm, yeah, so, that's the problem. It's like March 29th, Texas is like, all adults over 16 can can get it now. And it's like, yeah, it, you have access to the waiting system to make an appointment. It doesn't mean that we suddenly have a lot more vaccine. Yeah, it's like I we mean, have... Access you know, to healthcare. Yeah, we're. I mean, there's more being produced and there's more being shipped in the uh, gradually, but like, I'm really glad we got our shots when we did. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. 
So short of Panther getting his, our little circle here of the Southpaws crew and our various households are pretty much fully vaxxed. Like mm-hmm. we were able, to, we all gotten our second shots. Yeah, like all of Shiva's just waiting the two and a half weeks or so to uh, for it to be at full effectiveness. And yep, then all we had start your, getting together mine. a little. Yep, and you know then we can have the orgy. No, not really. <laughs> um, but it'll be like, oh hey, that's a big weight off the shoulders. I yeah, mean, like yeah. even with your first vax, it's like supposed to be about eighty percent effective, but once the second, it goes up to about past 90 so i mean like we're pretty good for now but yeah we should wait until the two weeks has passed and then we can be yeah a little bit more like hello stranger i have not seen you in since 2020 to some folks yep i mean you know usually we have our big new year party and yeah then, you know we joke about that i haven't seen you since last year <laughs> you now know, it's a but, uh, literal yeah yeah it is um i remember there was there, there was like one or two occasions you came over, sat on the patio with, when we both had masks, and we yeah, talked we, a little bit. We but we ate pizza at opposite ends of the patio table. And kind that of was shouted. a long time ago, though. I don't remember how far back that was. We'll have to do that again once you know we're both past the two-week mark. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Get some pizzarella. I'm, I'm glad that place is still around, because I know I haven't been patronizing it that much. Mm-hmm, yeah. Not at the rate that we were. <laughs> yeah. I was actually really bummed. I found out that a really good Korean chicken place that uh, Tessa and I had frequented somewhat had ended up closing. Oh, because... that sucks. But what's funny is it had been automatically replaced by a different chicken place. Also huh. Korean, because it's up there off of Old Denton and Trinity Mills. Um, oh, so, okay. You know, yeah. It's all the little cafes and stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just like, shit. Once I'm fully up to speed, I want to go get some, like, dango and insert any other like food place from over there mm-hmm. ah just getting out and not not to be like oh i'm like throwing caution to the wind it's just like going out and being able to order some food at a restaurant and you know eat outside or whatever but not be deathly afraid you know yeah it's that's big... what it is it's not completely false to the wall everything's back to normal again it's like you know we'll still be careful but there's less of a fear of death yeah, uh, than there was before. It's like, even in the off chance that you get COVID, it's not going to be nearly as bad as it could have been. Yeah. And like, I saw yeah. something where it's like that it's also unlikely that people that are fully vaccinated will even be carriers. And I'm like, really? Yep. That would be nice. That They're would... still, I think, doing research on that. But it looks like some of the preliminary data and reports that are coming out are showing that that might be the case. Which would be awesome, yeah. Because that I mean, means we won't be able to infect uh, um, unvaccinated people, uh, which will further weaken the uh, virus's ability to spread. Yeah, that would be really good. Because you know, big concern is like anything I do if I'm going out to the store, or whatever. Because like, yeah, all right, I've got my first and second vax now, but Panther hasn't gotten any for him, and I would feel really bad if I, you know, brought it home and whoops. Yeah. You catch it from some rat liquor at Kroger, come home, you're asymptomatic, but you're carrying it, Yeah. give it to Panther, and he gets sick, and that would be really shitty. Speaking of rat liquors, like, I was, I had to go get groceries, because, you know, I do that once in a while, you know, I have to get groceries, you have to eat to live, surprise, 
Um, mm-hmm. And like this, these two blonde chicks were in there while they were natural blondes. One of them had dyed her hair like really shittily done pink. And they were both waltzing through the store with their with a kid that was probably no more than one or two and mm-hmm. no mask. And like, I regret that I do not have the ability to kill people with my mind. Because I'm like, yeah, you inconsiderate sluts. <laughs> you know, you're in here with a child, no mask, not taking any precautions. And I'm, so I just was like standing 10 feet back waiting for them to mosey on because they were like dithering over what crackers to purchase while I'm trying to get some sodas. And I'm just waiting, looking at my phone, thinking grim thoughts towards them. Mm. And like today, I picked us up lunch from Whataburger, the one off Montfort. And yeah. as I'm waiting in the check in the drive-through, you know, I got my mask on, waiting for the dude to bring my stuff. And I see this family, like of like six adults, one of them being like an elderly man, like pile out of their SUV and go in the store in the into the restaurant, no mask, no nothing. And I'm like, do you think this has all been fake? Do you think this is all fake and gay? Why why are you doing this? <laughs> And, like, yeah. I kind of came to the conclusion that these are the kind of people that, like, require religion in their lives because, you know, well, if not for God, I, I could do as much raping and killing as I want. And they need that kind of threat. They need to be told they have to do the thing and only do it begrudgingly. Like, those are the kind of people you really got to watch out for, you know? They only do it under duress, not because they want to do it for their fellow man. Yeah, they're the kinds of fuckwits that as soon as they get in the door, they start nose-dicking or... They try to wear a mesh mask. Or they or pull it something. under their chin and be like, I've got a mask on. It's like, God, man. Ugh. Those people need punched right in the fucking chin. And then you can be like, yeah, they did a real good job of protecting you. It's, it's like, there's going to be some real interesting times when cons come back around. Or it's like the people that are wearing their mask or not. And how that is going to be, how that is going to affect the social dynamic where it's like yes you you think that most furries would be fully vaccinated and most would want to wear a mask but then there's going to be that faction of dickheads that's like well i'm not getting the vaccine vaccine and i'm coming to the con anyway you can't stop me well first of all the cons can if they want to but second of all that's going to just result in like some even weirder social interactions at furry cons or cons in general like i think like, yeah. it's we're not going to get Anthrocon this year because they canceled last week. But, like, later in the year, with cons like Megaplex and MFM and Free Siesta, which are basically being forced at gunpoint to go forward because mm-hmm. of our states are being like, nope, we're open. So you can't be yep. like, there's still a pandemic on. And they're like, nope, the state said we're open. Smiley face, pandemic's over. Smiley face. Yep. MFM actually tweeted that they, they couldn't afford to pay the mid-five-figure fine for not for fee for not holding the convention so they're holding the con yeah and they're gonna um they're you know they're gonna be enforcing social distancing and masking they're uh gonna get to have uh, hand sanitizing stations and stuff like that and they're they're looking to do a bunch of other stuff try to make it as safe as possible yeah um, but luckily they're smaller convention um and, you know, some people may opt not to go just because, like, I'm opting not to go. Um, I'm actually going to go to as few cons as possible this year. Like, we have tables that are paid for at 
Megaplex, Method, ACFI, and BLFC. So that's four cons. Uh-huh. That we have tables, you know, we have hotels and, and all that stuff. And I'm like, and most of them are offering, like, hey, if you don't feel cool about it, you know, you can roll it. Like, like Method has said, can I have a refund? Or you can roll over to 2022. And, you know, so I'm, like, not feeling, like, like a couple, like, this is something I was talking to you about, the when Anthrocon was going forward, I was like, look, AC has a really solid relationship with not only their venue and their hotels, but their host city. AC is the one convention that would be able to be like, hey, we don't want to do it if it's not safe, and they wouldn't have to rely on, like, the state to force majeure them. Like, the the city would probably work with them to, like, not not force them to do something that they didn't want to, because the city knows that you know, they're going to get many years of economic stimulus from Anthrocon and and its attendees, you know, if they don't fucking run it out of business because for a one-year thing. So I was like, okay, AC has position of, of power here, and they're saying that they're going ahead right now, so maybe they're pretty confident that shit will be good by July. And then they canceled and they, they canceled in March, so good and early. And I was like, ugh. And they're like, things are just not going to be safe enough for us to do this uh, effectively. And that that made me really worried, you know. I mean, And now, you know, and then the other cons that we're, we're looking at doing, ones in Texas, Mississippi, and Florida, they're all done in states where the government is dumb, especially the governor's and are forcing them into it. So I'm like, you know, probably not going to be great in those states either. They're talking about potentially having, like, a a surge of infections after July 4th, because, yeah, the people who are vaccinated will be fine, but the the rat lickers and those dickers are going to do what they did last year and just go out and celebrate the 4th of July as if it was any other normal year. Yeah, and, and that's not going to be great. <laughs> and what sucks too is like when President Biden was like, "All right, we're look- our goal is that people can have, you know, small gatherings with friends and family on July Fourth." And so you have these Republicans that take that as a challenge and say, "Well, actually, no, we're going to have a big, massive party. I'm going to host a super spreader event." You know, if Joe Biden was like, "Hey, you know, you should drink eight glasses of water a day." They would be like either like fuck you, I'm gonna drink four gallons, or I'm not gonna drink any. I'm only gonna have beer. You know? Yeah, yeah. And so we have this problem where there's gonna be like just this weird intentionally conflict-seeking reactionary response to any sort of like moderation sought at like conventions or anything. You know, the moment the the state was like, we're turning off the mask mandate. You don't have to wear masks. You know, people are out there acting like it's no big deal, that they don't have a problem. And so, you know, it is very much like, it's not real until it affects them. Um, Yeah. And a good example of that apparently was Sarah Palin was an anti-masker dumb shit until she caught it, and then she's like, oh shit, please wear a mask. Like, oh, it wasn't real until it affected you, huh? 
wonder how long that'll stick with her because with Boris Johnson, he was like, please wear a mask and be careful for like two weeks after he got out of the hospital and then he got back on his bullshit again. Yeah. I uh, I really wonder how these people yeah. really function in life. Um, but yeah, like on the front of events canceling in person you know anthrocon's the, probably the biggest one in our community yeah but also like summer games done quick has canceled their in person they're going to fully online pax east is going fully online now um, that's a really really big one oh yeah pax right? east is but, like 50 60 000 people like is it that would the be main one of their expos uh, that's the main one right i think so because i think east is bigger than west which is in seattle and then south was always this quote-unquote smaller of the three or four with only still had like five figure oh yeah number. it was like thirty thousand pe- people the first year it happened and when it was super tiny yeah and i had a lot of fun at that but like the notion of going to an event that large now oh my god you know, I was out of my house for six or seven hours yesterday, and I came home, and I was exhausted. I mean, I don't want to go to a 600-person furry convention, let alone a 30,000-person event. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, I'll go to, you know, a cookout at Shiva's place and, you know, play with the dog and talk to the small amount of people there. But, like, the notion of going to a con, yeah, that's going to take a while to get past that. Like, everybody's going to have to get their act together and get vaccinated. Um, yeah. Like, one thing that's nice, though, is, like, once you do get that vaccination card, you can just take it to, like, Staples, and they'll laminate that for you for free. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Office Max has, like, a coupon for the same where they'll do it for free. Um, yep. So you can just kind of keep that with you. I need to go do that, actually, because if you get water on it or whatever, I mean... Let me point out something about that right quick that uh-huh. I think I think we need to do more research on. Um, something Ajax pointed out is that we might not want to do that in case we need additional vaccines. Like in 6 or 12 months, we need like a booster or something. Because if you look at the card, there's like two extra four spots slots on the bottom, yeah, yeah. and two more on the back. There's like four on the front and two on the back. Yeah, I don't so, know. Cause... Yeah. They might be designed to be like, hey, you need your 2022 shot, you know? Well, you I'm know, not sure. one thing that furries do have a lot of are badge holders. Like, yeah. you have a badge holder that I've seen you wear a million times that has one of your old fuzz badges in it that would probably fit that card real fine. Because it's not That's like you're using point. a, a yeah. furry badge lanyard anytime soon. Right, yeah. Walk around with like you got my cod badge on one side and my vaccine card on the other. You know, and I jokingly told Ajax that I was going to have the image of my vaccine card tattooed on my left bicep where I got the shot, and he was and he ran with it. It's like, nah, dude, you got to get like a full back tattoo. <laughs> like, like a bad Affleck size fucking back tattoo of just the vaccine yeah. card. And I was like, yeah, you're right, because I can't put it on my arm where I got the shot, because that's where the picture of Bill Gates is starting to come in. <laughs> uh, I saw a hilarious tweet today that was like, pe- fully vaccinated people when Bill Gates spills coffee on his computer, and it's like some dude just like freaking out and screaming because he's getting electrocuted by his anime armor. I tell you what, man, I really want to know more about Microsoft HoloLens. Very interested to 
play Halo Infinite when it comes out. I sure do love Xbox Game Pass for PC. I am a normal human. Speaking of which, so one of the, um, I I could say amusing, but I'll say disgusting things that's happening on Twitter right now is the Amazon Fulfillment Center bot accounts (laughs) that are that are replying to people like, I'm a normal human working at this facility, and I'm allowed to go to the bathroom whenever I want. And it's uh, some people have shown that, like, oh, well, you know, they have the, the at is the same, but they just changed the name. So, like, so-and-so was Katie last year, this year they're Jessica or something like that, and they changed the the picture and the picture for all pictures for all of them are all from like stock photo websites and yeah. like and so they just deployed fucking bots and but apparently here's the thing you need to know though is that if you change your display name to something fulfillment center or FC blah blah like that they will permanently fucking shut down your account. Yeah, I did see. I uh, guess I guess they have you know Amazon has its dick in Twitter's mouth or something. You know they got the money. You know they follow the golden yeah. rule over there at Twitter. They got the gold. They make the rules. But anyway, the uh, the one woman who was doing the TikTok videos when she was making fun of conservatives. Yes, you know when she was like, "I'm totally real, and my husband is a god." Like that lady. <laughs> yes. um, she she did one where she did like eight different. Amazon fulfillment center ones like I am a totally real person. I love my job at Amazon. We are allowed to shit and piss whenever we want. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's really good. Um, you, you should look it up. But uh, yeah, like they're really heavily denying the whole workers have to pee in bottles thing. So there's a lot of talk about being able to use the bathroom whenever they want, and our facility has a bathroom on every other floor, and, yeah, it's so fucking weird. It's like, we do not have to use the vacuum attachment to further speedrun the toilet. And then there was the one lady who, I guess, was not a bot, maybe, because she seemed like a real person, who... Who said something like, I can't afford to pay a union because... I'm barely scraping I have children and I'm, I'm a single mom and I'm barely scraping by and uh, of course everyone pointed out it's like oh it's a pity Amazon doesn't fucking pay you more so that you're not barely scraping by and then she had to retract that and then she had to further retract it and be like I also do not mean to imply that Amazon has any anti-union sentiment because <laughs> I mean that would be illegal the four images that I saw were like the screen cap of the first tweet, the second one was the Eye of Sauron, and the third and fourth were the uh, the backstepping. <laughs> yeah. Twitter is... Anyway, uh, fuck corporations. Fuck Amazon, for sure. So, mm-hmm. in cool news, though, Furry Fiesta Online was last weekend. And, uh, it went yep. actually really well. That is good to hear. My little department, the uh, electronic gaming department, real talk... This was, like, the least amount of work I had to do at a convention ever, and I was still kind of worried about how it was going, because my primary role this entire weekend was just making sure that the right people were being hosted at the right time. Okay. So, it was just, like, mon- like had an eye on the channel in the Twitch activity feed the whole time, 
and then just uh-huh. being like hitting the button when it was someone else's turn. But it went smooth. We had Brasencia. He did. They did a couple cool. panels that we hosted uh, that don't make us mm-hmm. bored. They did um, Cusa Grande event. Zap did his Saturday morning imports. He also did a panel with Rikoshi, the translator's notes on Sonic oh, Rush. Yeah. Um, that was very well received. We had um, just various furry streamers, various other things going on. We had a charity tournament from Among Us that raised uh, a good amount of money. Um, and overall, you know, Fiesta raised $6,136 for care as an online event and had $1,424 donated to the organization to help cover some of the cost of like servers and stuff. Um, yeah. so it was, uh, it was successful and like everybody was having a lot of fun in the Minecraft server. They did a really good job making, um, recreating the Hyatt in Minecraft. <laughs> um, yeah. They, they did a really good job. Like I built a little bit, a little house, basically kind of modeled after my parents' house and people were building very fancy little things and, there was one that was like a giant it was like a vor thing because it, of course like it was a big wolf holding like what looked like a doll or it might have just been a smaller furry and they were macro and like you could fly into the wolf's muzzle and then go down its throat and land in a fleshy stomach like area and then you could go out its belly button and it's like oh my god <laughs> yeah That's funny that sure is a furry furry did that <laughs> Um, but yeah, the Uh, the creativity on the Minecraft server is really great. And like, I didn't log into VR chat. I couldn't get that working. But like Second Life had about a hundred unique users. Um, it, it went surprisingly well. And I did get compliments on this, the variety of content on the stream. And that was, it felt good. But also like, I felt like I barely did anything because it was just making (laughs) sure that the right people were going at the right time. Um, Right. Yeah. that's all that matters is like my my I was hands off, but also making sure that there was content the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm glad with how that went, but like now that we're no longer going to be at the Hyatt um, for see for furry fiesta, um, we're moving to the Sheraton downtown next year, and this was all announced at closing ceremonies with the goofy video that Sable introduced. Cool. We're going to the Sheraton downtown Dallas, which is the big con hotel right before every con that graduates from there has to go to the Hilton Anatole, which is yeah. not doing fandom conventions anymore. For oh, reasons. are they not? Yeah. Not at all. Just Not just anime. Nope. Wow. Um, I think they got a little burned from previous events there. Wow. If we ever outgrow the Sheraton, we will have hit around 15,000 people. And that would be insane. So we're not going to hit that anytime soon. Um, right. Akon was there when it was around 20,000 people and it was cheek to cheek. Um, yeah. But Anime Fest is there and they're around 7,000 people and fit comfortably in that space. Okay. Um, That's good. So I mean, look at it this way. It took FurFest like over 20 years to to break five figures. Oh, yeah. So... You know, most furry cons are not going to get quite that large anytime soon. No, Uh, no, I don't think so. But it is nice to know that we have plenty of room, and, like, I've been to conventions at that hotel for at least a decade and a half, probably. Yep, yep. 
because I was attending. Ah, oh, shit, no, I, I attended Acon at that hotel probably in like 2000. Yeah, I've been there to Acon. Uh, I don't think I've been to. I don't think I ever accompanied you to an anime fest. I know anime fest was there. I know you've um, been to at I, least one Comic Con there. I went to that that New Year's marvelous New Year's Eve one a yeah. few years ago. Yeah, that was at that hotel, and I'm sure there's there's probably been others. But yeah, it's it's downtown. It's connected to the Plaza of the Americas, which is both good and bad because you're not allowed to have any face coverings in there. So you know. First suitors are going to have to plan for that if they're going to go there to eat or walk around. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot of restaurants uh, in the downtown area. Um, I'm hope I hope that the con does some work with like the Dallas Chamber of Commerce and reaching out to the restaurants there because typically the restaurants only stay open Monday to Friday to like maybe seven o'clock. Um, and, and some of the the expensive ones will be open in the evening for the people that live down there. Yeah. But there are a lot of the the regular ones, like the pizza place that's right across the street from it, like they close at like seven o'clock. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, they can get some of those places to stay open on the weekends. Um, also, there is a Seven Eleven convenience store right next to the pizza place, which is across the street from the convention center. Yeah. Um, so, you know, there's there's going to be a place there for snacks, stuff like that to get. And uh, I think there's a couple of Starbucks in the hotel as well. Plus, as a pro tip, there's the Red Line, which is right there that goes straight northeast, which a couple stops down drops you at, uh, like, there's full-on, like, Kroger and Whataburger... A little bit further north, there's like a Whole Foods and stuff, and North Park Mall. So like the it's right there on the train line. So if you need to go a little bit further out, you can just hop on the train. It's in the Central Business District, so it's literally on the red, blue, orange, and green lines because yeah. they all converge right there. So there's quite a few places. Uh, that you can get to uh, within a couple of stops. Well, like, if um, you come in early, you can ride the train. So you can literally ride the train on the Orange Line straight into downtown, and then you hop from Orange to Green, and you take Green to the hotel, drop your shit off, then you can take the Red, or no, I think, it, I think it's actually Green, basically just get on the train again and go down to, like, the Dallas Zoo. Like, oh. one of the things that Dallas, downtown Dallas actually does have is a pretty decent uh, train line, so you can, you know, making sure you're looking at the maps, get to a lot of the touristy shit on the train line. So that's that's good if you're in the city. Cause, like, and I'm sure we'll, we'll put out more information on this as we get closer to the con in 2022, but uh, you go to dart.org, D-A-R-T dot org, uh, they have uh, you can search for things called Dartable, and they're like they'll highlight different stores or restaurants or attractions that you can get to via Dart. Yeah, and that that might give you some ideas. There's like there is some neat touristy stuff that you can do in uh, in downtown Dallas. Uh, we also have like 
three or uh, there's like two independent bookstores that are right downtown. There's a third that's like further north. Um, so you know, I'm going to be showing showing those off to to people that want to see them. It's like the Perot is really nice if you kind of ignore the whole bit about hey, fracking sure is amazing because it's paid for by the Perots. <laughs> And yeah, that's their thing. Uh, yeah. There's that's Perot's like the si- the science museum, right? Yeah. And then there's the Dallas the Aquarium. National Sculpture Center, the Dallas Aquarium. There's an art museum. Like actually, the uh, this hotel is like a block from what they call the Arts District. Yeah. So there's like a ton of stuff there if you're into doing that kind of thing. <sighs> Yeah, uh, it's also not terribly far away from Clyde Warren Park, which is a really neat downtown green space. Oh, and they actually just opened a big new green space at West End, which is like one trade stop uh, south. But, oh, um, Acker West End, two train stop, two train stops away from the convention center, uh, and that's like an old historic area. Um, you know, if you want a sad but interesting place to visit, there is a the new Holocaust and Human Rights Museum. Um, they actually moved out of their old building and they built a brand new one that is actually really neat looking. Um, I'm not sure what Weldon Architect they had come in to do that, but it looks really cool. So yeah, I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing how we adjust because like the Hyatt was super nice, but it was off the main line a bit. So you had to, like, hop on, and it didn't also help that they kept doing, like, construction on the years that, you know, on the weekends of the con. So, like, we would be there, and, like, oh, the, the primary train line through downtown is closed on the weekends because they're doing, like, repair and replacement. So to get anywhere through downtown, you have to hop on a bus. Like, it was included as part of a, as the DART Pass, but still the utility of being able to hop on the train station, go into downtown, ride through it, hop trains and go up the red line, go down the whatever line, was just thrown out the window. So hopefully, uh-huh. once Fiesta 2021, or 2022, Christ, rolls around, <laughs> the dart trains will be in better shape and all upgraded and whatever, because, woof. Cause yeah. yeah, like, Dallas has a lot of cool touristy stuff you can come see. Um, it just has to be able to get to it if you don't have a vehicle. And with Texas being so car reliant, if the train lines are a pain to get to and through, then you're just going to have a bad time. Oh, and the other thing that happened today, um, talking about events going online, electronic only, um, E3 is now a digital only show. Uh, that is a big electronic entertainment expo for those of you not in the know. Right. Um, it's where was that int- the one that was just for industry people, or was that yeah. one that was? It was okay. primarily industry, like in the previous years they had been like selling some like attendee badges for a decent amount but it was like a real bad experience because you as an individual could get to see like all the public kiosk stuff but all the industry people are still doing their like closed door viewings and whatever so like you get this very limited convention experience whereas like compared to something like PAX which is a consumer focused show which is it's all the same stuff primarily more indie aligned in terms of the games but you as an attendee can get your hands on and the people are there to show things to you the consumer and not to the industry people um you know they don't have to sell their shit to sony or nintendo they're here to sell it to you um Mm -hmm. but they've said that that's going to be a digital only event squaresoft is doing their 2021 fan fest completely online 
It's going to be like, hey, Good. this thing is is free to watch. Um, if you want to buy our digital ticket, it gets you some uh, video game bullshit for Final Fantasy fourteen. But like, it's kind of disappointing, but also not surprising that we're going into twenty twenty one. It is now April first. It is the fourth month of the year. We are now a third of the way through twenty twenty one, almost. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Um, and well, we're we're a fourth of the a way. Fourth of the way, yes, or fourth we're, of the way. Yeah, we just started the second quarter. I know because I'm I'm starting to pull all my spreadsheets together to start calculating Q1 royalties. I need to do my fucking taxes still. Thankfully, it got pushed into May. And the thing is, yeah, like, I actually still have to file by too. My my taxes are really really straightforward. It's all royalties and shit, so it's like just yeah. very straightforward. And I just haven't gotten around to doing it. So, yay for them pushing the deadline to May 17th. Like, it, it'll take me half an hour to do, but it's just doing God it. brain stuff. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. That has been like really a lot hard of it, lately. It really has been hard, but a lot of the things that are like, oh, it's a relatively minor task, and there might be one moderate to low-level difficulty thing you have to do before you can start. And you're just like... I can't. <laughs> I I can't not get over this speed bump. It's like this uh, executive dysfunction has been strong for the last year. But it'll it'll be easy once I get it done. The the big thing that's been slowing me down is this whole house hunt thing. It continues to be mm-hmm. an utter shit show, and we're at the end of our timeline. So, like, short of some miracle happening in the next few days, we're gonna be living in an apartment for another year. Yeah. And it sucks, and it's disheartening, because, holy shit, we've been looking at houses since December, and, like, extremely seriously in the past few months. Just houses are going on and then off the market by for like a, after, like, a day. And, like, this last house that we got didn't get our bid in on in time, literally, like, just accepted the bid earlier that same day. So, it's just been a shit show. Um, and, like... We talked with our realtor this afternoon over Zoom because we're just kind of like, look, do we just want to like throw in the towel? And our realtor's like, no, 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 no. You have a backup bid. Their option period ends on like the fourth or whatever. You could still potentially get the bid for the deadline on the ninth. The deadline uh-huh. is on from our complex where we have to give them uh-huh. a yay or nay on whether we're going to renew gotcha. because we can't okay. put ourselves in a situation where we opt not to renew, but then also don't have a house, because then yeah, you have a two-month yeah. timeline to where you're homeless, or, well, you don't have an apartment. Like, yeah. you have to go find another apartment somewhere, all this other bullshit, it would be a real bad situation. Yeah. And, like, I felt like a real dumbass the other day, because I got real excited, because the our realtor was like, oh, you know, we need the, they came back with a counter bid on a counteroffer on your bid, and that made us think, oh, shit, it's our turn. And I got very excited and was well, not like overtly so, but I was like, holy shit, we might just do this. And then like a little bit later, they had to clarify that, no, no, they were talking about renegotiating your backup bid, but they still have this other bid. And that made me feel like shit because, again, we're like literally in the last week before we have mm-hmm. to just say, well, shit, I guess we're going to be apartment dwellers. And it hasn't helped that we have new neighbors. They're nice. They're not small, and their floors are creaky. 
And like today, this last bit, they've been doing like renovations to the property. And so they've just been hammering the shit out of the buildings by they're replacing the siding. And yeah. so today has been a day full of hammering and having to take shit off the walls because they were going to fall and uh, like, Adam hmm. tripping because it's super, super loud and there's banging and like, <laughs> he's not a happy pupper. No, he is currently curled up. Like he has been curled up on my feet. Like when he's mm-hmm. stressed and, and anxious, he gets like right up against my feet under my yeah. desk, not, not in his bed, not anywhere else, but on my feet. Cause I'm there to protect him. You know, it's, it's been a rough situation. I've been, We've been doing our best. It was pretty funny, though, yesterday, like, Adam was being very, very, like, off-put because I had, after I'd gotten my second shot, I I drove, you know, I, I drove from Carrollton down 67 all the way to Alvarado, but then I just hop on 35 and go north and I can go visit my parents. You know, they're fully all vaccinated right. and I hadn't seen them in a couple weeks. You know, I can go see my parents now. Holy shit, that's amazing, right? Um, hey, yeah. And, you know, went to town talk, but like Zeus had not seen me. He hadn't seen me for a year. And Zeus is my parents' 100 pound Akita Shepherd mix. So not a small dog by any amount. And so I get there. He hears my car beep. And much like Adam, I guess they know the beep of like that beep means something important. That means that they're home. They're here. And so Zeus heard me and just, you know, very loud, very loud and like, when my dad opened the front door, he just barrels out and just like knocks my ass over and like, oh. just full on dog hug, you know, when an Adam oh. is excited to see you, you know, he pops up and leans against your leg, except Adam is like 20 pounds. So like five yeah. X Adam plowing into you and giving you slobbery dog kisses and rubbing up against you. So I came home like, covered in Zeus fur on my pants and he and Adam was very nonplussed. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you know Has what? Adam ever met Zeus? Yeah. Um Okay. And Zeus is weirded out by him because Adam is small. Oh. <laughs> Zeus not used to being around small dogs, I guess. Zeus really isn't around isn't super fond of other dogs. He's fine yeah. with cats and might think he's just a big cat because other dogs mm. freak him out. Interesting. Um, so like Zeus has met Adam, and Zeus has met Bo, um, and he got along better with Bo than Adam. Anyways, dogs, you know, it's just like, it's it's yeah. very nice to have the dog be extremely excited to see you, because he hasn't seen you in, like, a month or two. Because, yeah, I saw my parents, like, the first bit of March, so it'd been nearly a month. But, yeah, that that's kind of been the last little bit. Like, yesterday was a whirlwind tour of DFW. Came home and <laughs> made some brisket, or we, we slow cooked some brisket for like eight hours yesterday, and it came out super good. Nah. Yeah, I, I just want to grill for God's sake. And you can't grill on a patio at an apartment. They really don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, I'll have to like buy a grill and keep it at your place. Just wheel it out of the garage. It's like, sorry, fuzz, I got to come by and cook some hot dogs or I'll die. I got to smoke some ribs. <laughs> Uh, fuck that I gotta, I'm gonna go to Shiva's if I want to do that <laughs> I know right she's got a super serious grill yeah yeah just like, think we haven't this. had a working grill in a while and um, I don't know if Terrence really like, like has a hard on to get another one I mean maybe 
when summer's here and like some of his friends can actually come over. Yeah, but, that sounds like anyway. more of an Ajax thing. Oh yeah, Ajax would like to grill. Definitely. It is also like pretty heartening to think that we could in fact do some summer hookah podcasts again. Yeah. Like that would be that's something to look forward to. Being able to get together, mm-hmm. record and yeah. smoke hookah in the backyard. That would be yeah. nice. It's gonna take a little bit longer, but we're almost there. Yeah. Once, our, yeah. once all our houses are fully up to speed, you know? Yeah. It's like, even if, uh, you know, we're not going to cons or anything, it's like, at least there's, we have our little local circle. Um, yeah. And that's going to be, like, the first step for me, I think, of, like, getting over, like, con slash big gathering anxiety is, is being able to, to see people from outside of my house uh, that I haven't seen in a while and get back into into being social again you know and you know maybe have like a barbecue event or something around one of these holidays or whatnot yeah it's like not going to be going out to afm but a a small podcast family cookout that would be nice yeah yeah i bring in not like a hundred (laughs) people yeah so i mean feeling kind of positive you know um i got my uh tiered and i got our second moderna shots on saturday and uh, Ajax got his on Monday. That's also partially why, like I knew, I wasn't really going to be able to do anything with Furry Fiesta Online this weekend. It was like, I worked a full regular day on, on Friday, and then Saturday it was uh, Tiern and I hitting the road, like 8 o'clock in the morning, getting out to Marshall, getting our shots, getting lunch, much the other way around, driving back, you know, and after a long drive like that, I just collapsed you know, and then Sunday, you know, I was feeling eh, not too bad, but eh, you know, just wanted to kind of rest, but I'm really glad that all three of us here have our shots now, you have your shot now, another friend of ours is getting their second one tomorrow, I believe, Yep. Um, and yeah, we, yeah, like multiple people we know. So I'm feeling a little more hopeful, a little more light at the end of the tunnel. I can feel, like, my energy coming back a little bit. Like, I've been doing more for Planet stuff. I mean, I'm keeping up on orders, like usual. But, like, I was rearranging some things in the office earlier and throwing out some old old junk, you know. I mean, like, empty Ziploc bags and random pieces of paper, not, you know, books and stuff. And trying to just rearrange things, do some layouts, and, you know, just kind of trying to get back into the groove yeah. uh, of doing things again. Just trying to, to keep that, even though these last couple of weeks have been kind of shitty in their own little way, like, I had been very, like, ah, feeling, vibrating with excitement, and I was going to get my second shot, and it's like, alright, now I just have a little bit longer, and I will have a lot less fear. I mean, that won't change me masking up or doing anything terribly different. But, like, if I go out there and there's, like, some rat licker or nose dicker, then I'm not going to have to be, like, Jesus Christ, this person going to kill me. I can still think they're an asshole, but I don't have to worry mm-hmm. as much. Like, I'm yep. still going to kind of hold my breath walking past them, but <laughs> I don't have to worry so much that if they're carriers and don't know it, you know... Or if they're, you know, complaining that, man, these pickles, they don't taste salty at all. What's going on? 
Right. Oh, God, like all those fucking reviews on the Yankee Candle Company. Like, I couldn't spell them at all. Yeah. Or there was uh, some early pandemic New York Yelp reviews where it was like, I don't know, was this was this restaurant running out of salt? I could barely taste anything. Or the pickles were really weird. Like, normally the pickles are super salty, but I could barely taste it. Talking about various places, and it's like, oh no, oh no, you know, because they're from a year ago. Right, yeah. That, oh God, historians love a field day with records like that. Yeah. Like, and here we see the early stages of people starting to get sick. Fucking horrifying. Because, like, there is a video I saw that was a guy, like, straight drinks, like, I got COVID, I can't taste it. He takes a bite out of an onion like it was an apple. He takes a shot of lemon juice. He takes a shot of soy sauce. And he's like, it tastes like nothing. Oh my god. Holy shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> thankfully, because I have a very spiced diet, I would have known for sure if I had lost my sense of taste or smell. Yeah, yeah. You can know you for sure. You into one of those dishes and it's just no sensation at all. Uh-oh. So with that brisket, we used our, made our jerk spice mix. Uh-huh. And so for half the brisket, it was like spice jerked brisket. Oh my god, it was so good. And that has habanero in it and all spice. Like, if you can't taste that, something is seriously wrong. Um, so... <sighs> Shifting topics slightly, I will say that this year's uh, April Fool stuff that I've seen from like the corporations have been pretty funny. I haven't seen that many, but like yeah. I just saw one from Culver's, the Curder Burger, where it's just like, "Hey, we put a giant cheese curd, deep fried it, and put it between a bun," and people were like, "Oh my god, I want that!" Because Culver's is a really good—they're a Wisconsin Northern Midwest chain that we have a few of them down here. And, like, their big deal is, like, Wisconsin cheese curds and their uh, frozen custard, which is really good, but I'll suffer to eat. Oh, shit, we gotta do that. Because I don't know if I've actually eaten at one. If there's one around here... Oh, dude, there's three of them. It's, like, straight north on Josie and then up towards... Yeah, it's, like, up... You straight up Josie and then you take a right once you hit 121. It's on the service road there. We should totally go, dude. Okay, yeah. That's a fucking destination. Let's do it. Um... Not let's, right now, in like a couple it. weeks. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, one thing I really like is that all the furry sex toy companies get into their Halloween, or the Halloween, uh-huh. fuck, the April, April Fool stuff. Yeah, yeah. The last one I saw today was that Bad Dragon in the past has done the Brick and the Crowbar. Uh, this year uh-huh. they did a Audio Jack, which is a three and a half millimeter adapter, but, you know, for your butt. Like, you know, it's it's dong-sized, but it's, like, a three-and-a-half-millimeter adapter jack for a full-size plug-in. Like, yeah. We had those in the podcast box back in the day. Um, that's yep, theirs. Yep. Then Exotic Erotics <laughs> did a pineapple toy to also go with their previous one, Corn. And then right. Primal Hardware did a masturbator that is just shaped like a rock. Like Really? Yeah. It's, it's huh. a rock. You can... You can bang, but it's, you know, it's a silicone rock. <laughs> and that's their their daily one. What was the UK one? Oh, Gotti Griffin. They something. did a freaking cheese grater. Oh, uh, um, oh the, other, the other one I was saying, yes, the cheese grater is great. Be like, do you want to punish a naughty circle? <laughs> like, their, their wording on their ad was, was really funny. Yeah. Uh, there's, the other one I was thinking of is Were Dog UK. Um, oh, yes. announced their new service, 
indiscreet shipping, which is foregoing a box and just wrapping it completely tightly in packing paper so that your neighbors can clearly tell what kind of dong it is. And the, you know, the, the copy is really amusingly written, you know, will cause your mother to ask, whoa, could this really go inside a person? Throw away all secrecy. Let your mailman handle every curve in your new Roscoe shaft. Or cause your mother to ask, wow, could this really go inside a person? Coming March 32nd. Weird dog, inventing the shit you didn't know you needed. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're a UK one as well. That's... I didn't know there was so... I knew there was other fur... There was, like, at least three or four furry sex toy companies. But there's more now. There's like There was, like, two or three new ones popping up that I had not heard of before. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that the startup costs are not too hard. And, you know, as long as you model the variety of dick shapes, you're good to go and can fulfill them. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like, the two of them that we listed, uh, Weird Dog and Gaudy Griffin, they're both UK. So we have, mm-hmm. like, at least two fantasy dong makers in the UK plus all the ones we have over here, uh, Exotic mm-hmm. Erotics, Bad Dragon, um, I'm assuming Primal, Primal Hardware. Hardware. I'm sure there's more, you know, like, I just know for a fact that I'm forgetting a few because, you know, it has been a while since I went to FWA and their their Sin Cave where they banished all the dongs and the adult Their dong porium. <laughs> um, so that's fun. Like, that. that's the kind of April Fool stuff that I like, not the whole, like, it's not, it's not like, attacking anybody it's not making fun of anybody it's just being weird like ask the werewolves uh jd leclay did a it's like oh hope you're excited for the reboot ask the were skunks and he drew his characters as skunks and not uh wolves oh funny <laughs> you know it's fun stuff like that that is always yeah nice to see and not like anything untoward yeah yeah so yeah all things considered um it's you know, we got a light in the tunnel. We keep saying that, but it's true. Like, we've got our vaccinations. We could see some people outside of our households in a more safe manner in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, we're not going to go spit into each other's mouth and lick our eyeballs, but, you know, we can say hi and have a little bit less fear that we're going to cause harm to our families. You know, it'll be funny, like, when you go to a con in the public areas, you know, everyone has will have to strictly enforce, like, social distancing and wearing masks and stuff like that. But then, the dealership closes and the dances are going on. You get those late night parties. Things get a little out of control and people hug. Oh, man. <laughs> That'll be our new raunchy party at furry conventions. It'll be like, you know what? We can hug while still fully masked. Those, those fursuiters, they hugged. <laughs> I mean, you know, the fursuiters were the strongest among us. They got so used to wearing fursuits and stuff, they had no problem adapting to wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. You know, they had yeah. plenty of practice. <laughs> the only problem is, without a muzzle, the fursuit fan is just rattling against my teeth. <laughs> like, they just have the fan and they just stretch a mask over it. <laughs> yep. Oh, so, you know, we we called out the title of the episode, Meatosis, but we never talked oh, about right. what it was. Yeah, we should actually talk about the so reference. So, this, this is so dumb, and yet right. it shouldn't be too surprising. So, there is a faction of internet real men that believe that 
you need to have a raw diet. Now, mm-hmm. like, a paleo diet is low-processed, ancient grains, stuff like that. But this, it's cooked, right? It's minimally processed, but it's because not... Because cave people literally had fucking fire. Yeah. Like, they, they could cook meat. People millions of years ago mastered this skill that modern idiots have decided is like is, is, is like not manly enough. Right. They yeah. Literally phrased uh, it is for cucks. Heated meat with fire is for cucks. Fellas, <laughs> is it gay to cook your meals? So the 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 shot is that like it's this dude. It's like after repeated bouts of bacterial infections, hospital visits, and chronic diarrhea, I'll be eating my last raw meal for the unforeseeable future. Back to eating a cooked, burnt diet like a cuck. And it's a picture of, like, raw milk, eggs in a glass, and what looks like completely raw steak. And then someone's like, no, no, no. That's your body undergoing meat-tosis. It's like ketosis, but for meat. You're giving up right as your body was ready to fully adapt and flourish under a raw hashtag meat diet. And the person's like, I've literally been trying for months, and the diarrhea and downsides don't end. I feel like I have to continue because of Twitter seeing me as the raw meat guy, but I can't continue. Family worried. It's like, yes, I may be killing myself slowly and giving myself trichnosis to own the libs, but think of the content. And the the thing that I posted was, like, the guy that said that your body is going through meatosis, I don't even know if that dude was a genuine supporter of this Robbie guy or whether he was fucking with him. Because that sounds like something someone like me would make up to fuck with someone and then have them not get it. Yeah. Because, and I think, you know, that's probably not the case, but my line of thought goes in that direction because this whole situation is so absolutely ridiculous that it's hard for me to believe it's real. Yeah. Uh, and I know it is, because I know on, like, a conscious level that the manosphere people are artists up. But, <laughs> man, just, wow. I mean, I thought the Jordan Peterson was 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 nuts for the, the all-meat diet, but the fucking all-raw diet, like, good yeah like i don't understand people that they think they have to be like i'm thinking so far outside the box i've fallen off the map like Mm -hmm. i'm no longer in the skybox i have now glitched into the underground and i'm now twitching a million miles an hour before i flip into the skybox and disconnect from the server like that's because as you know the world is flat yes just like in volheim and uh reality is a hologram yep moon is fake buy gold Wouldn't it be buy NFTs now? Oh, God. <laughs> Don't do that. No, no, no. Oh, my God. Just... It has been funny. I love how self-righteous some of these people get, to Be like, if anyone tells me I'm being a piece of shit for making NFT art, I'll... Uh, one, one guy was like, I will, I will follow you, like, maliciously follow you, basically, <laughs> on Twitter, so you'd be forced to block him. <laughs> okay, that that takes like a button, not even two buttons, just one. I've got an add-on called Twitter one-click block. It just puts a <laughs> no symbol under your tweet, and you just disappear. Um, yeah, like thankfully, like a lot of the NFT stuff has like it peaked. It was a pyramid, and like the dudes at the top pulled their money out, 
and like a lot of these quote unquote NFTs are being hosted on servers that are going down. Where it's like, wait, I paid sixty nine thousand dollars for this JPEG of a clown, and oh no! And what sucks is you have people like uh, gorillas and well, and then like more laughable things like Slipknot. Like, ooh, you could Slipknot was selling an NFT of a creepy clown. I mean, shit, where am I gonna find an image of a creepy clown on the internet that's mm. that's fungible? Like, these are non fungible. Like, oh no, someone's gonna print screen and steal your f- NFT. It's the <laughs> dumbest shit. I love the life hack that somebody posted where they just right-clicked on the image and yeah. was hovering over save image as. It's like, hey, let's... What uh... did gorillas do? That's a little disappointing. Um, That was one of those things where apparently it was, like, not necessarily the people in the band, but, like, the management company doing it. Like, a couple people in the group decried it, but, like, the damage is done. There was a couple people that, artists I followed, that were like, I'm gonna get into this, and I was just like, okay, block. Like, that's just, any any sort of crypto bullshit is worthy of a block. I'm not gonna, I'm not here for it. It's nonsense. It's killing the planet. It's what keeps you from being able to get a fucking PlayStation 5 because of chip shortages. It's why you can't upgrade your computer without paying through the nose. Like, I got super freaking lucky that I got my bits for my computer right before the prices spiked out of the fucking world because Ethereum decided to go up and Bitcoin went up. And, like, my video card that I paid, like, $900 for with all the taxes and shit is probably selling for a stupid amount right now. Wow. I mean, I know, like, gaming rigs cost more than regular computers, but, like, I... I'm sure my whole ass desktop computer costs less than two grand. Maybe like I don't even know if it costs fifteen hundred to be honest. And now like fucking graphics cards will alone will sell for that much. Um, so let's see. All right. Well, I'm looking at. Whew, Jesus Christ! This is me going looking at like the Google shopping results. So my uh-huh. Sapphire Nitro Radeon RX sixty eight hundred XT. That I paid nine hundred. It was like eight twenty nine, nine hundred dollars worth of tax, is now selling for between fourteen ninety eight and two thousand dollars online. Like from nextwarehouse.com, it is fifteen hundred dollars for this component. That does not include anything else. It is just the graphics card, because crypto motherfuckers have caused all the prices to go through the roof. And honestly. I think government should start outlawing that shit immediately. Be like, oh, you you are doing crypto mining in our country. You are now arrested and your shit confiscated. I will become... Isn't that going to cause like a lot of material shortages too? Like that to mine more silicon or whatever to make more graphics cards? Like, like you have these crypto dumbfucks buying up all the laptops. Like there was a, a gaming laptop company that had put a uh, Radeon 3800 or... I think that's the current model number. Basically, the current like NVIDIA card that had been modified uh-huh. to be in a laptop. And it turns out those machines are super good at crypto mining. So people were buying them up by the dozens and preventing them from actually getting to the hands of people that want to actually purchase them and use them for, you know, playing video games. And there's these grotesque pictures of these people that have, like, rented an apartment or whatever. And there's just all these laptops stood up with, like, a little a like an A-frame. Just like just enough to be standing up, all plugged in through this 
you know, daisy chain of power. And they're like, yo, thanks for making such a great mobile mining rig. Good job, Asus, or whatever. And it's just uh-huh. like a dozen plus of these $3,000 laptops all in like a room somewhere, no carpet, no furniture, just ass in the air, mining crypto, I guess. And it's just like, holy and shit. And then you're, you're using the electricity for the computers, and then you've got to be having the air conditioner cranked all the time because of all the heat, right? Oh, yeah. And you're just spending, and I guess they're making enough money to buy all that, pay the electricity bill, and rent a fucking apartment just for that? It's uh, real nightmare shit, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, this has been your crypto's fucking terrible, and if you're involved with it, I don't like you, minute. But yeah, like, don't don't get into that shit like it was a real brief fad and like there's still people that are gonna get into it but like if you're an artist that does that you're fucking dead to me i'm not gonna play with that like if if you want to get a one-of-a-kind thing that doesn't mean that doesn't like belong to anybody else if you want to have a private fucking thing that only you can see commission a furry artist get the sickest shit you can think of and in, in like a good way and get it yeah. commissioned and that's all yours and it's up to you like artists will be like do you want me posting this publicly do you want me to tag you publicly and you can be like no this is mine this is my my only fap token you know like only i can see this image and then the people yeah. i share it with on on telegram or whatever or i can just put it in NF- nff non-fungible fapping yeah there you go you know yeah. spend that money that you would for an nft and just like you know Commission an artist to work for you for a month. If you have a hundred thousand dollars to buy a JPEG, like spend that on a hundred artists and have them do a bunch of shit for you. Like become the god of the furry art world by you know spending a hundred thousand dollars here. Don't buy a JPEG of a sad clown from Slipknot. Spend that money on buying art from a furry who'll draw you a fat knot. <laughs> So. so I was going to say, um, the one thing about that is, um, so usually the default arrangement when you commission an artist is that they get to repost it, they have the rights to the image so that they can make prints, or they can put it in a book or an image pack or whatever like that. So they will charge you, some of them will charge you extra to make it a private commission because they don't get all of that uh, residual income from the image. Um, so just something to keep in mind, but still going to be cheaper than an NFT. Well, I'm saying, like, if you want to spend that much money, you can pay the extra fee to make it a private, right? You know? Right, yeah, totally. You can be like, I want the rights to this, and the artist charges you, like, a 2000 bucks. Well, guess what? That's still money in their pocket that's all yours, that you can do whatever with, but isn't, like, killing the environment. Like, the only thing you're killing is their drawing hand and perhaps their liver if they're making you draw, like, the real wild shit, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Make the tits bigger, they say. Make her whiter than she is tall, they say. Oh god. <laughs> I mean, there was someone uh, a while back who uh, who did one of those Photoshop tricks where they had the boobs on a separate layer. And they were like, tell me when. And they just kept dragging <laughs> it out bigger and bigger and bigger. bigger. And, then, and then it cuts off about when it, it runs off the edge of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I had to do that when I got that uh, the character page for Rafa. Um, uh-huh. The artist had given her some, like, 
mega fucking triple D's. And I'm like, no. And I kind of, so I just bounding boxed it and I did the opposite of that and kind of you shrunk them down a little bit. It's like, she, she's, she's a big gal, but she's not like that big. All right. She likes having yeah. a back that functions. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like again, NFTs, no furry porn. Yes. I believe in you. Yeah. What's again, furry porn will save the world. Yeah. But you know what you can also do? You can go to furplanet.com and buy yourself some books. That's right. You certainly can. Use our coupon code NOT. Wait. <laughs> no, uh, I don't I don't have that set up. <laughs> that's okay. That would be kind of self-dealing. It's like you have a discount code that's actually just like yours. That would be silly. <laughs> it's like I'm just cutting, I'm just taking a discount off myself. This doesn't make any sense. I've been going for like an hour 20. It's 930. We're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah, just, like, the next thing for me is, like, this weekend, um, on Easter Sunday, I gotta go help my parents tear down in Weatherford, because their normal oh. go-to person's not able to go that weekend, so, very glad I got my vax. Good. So, I gotta go When is there. Easter Sunday? Uh, it's this coming Sunday. It's this coming week? Yeah. Okay. So, what that means is that next Monday is gonna be super discount egg candy. So, go get yourself some freaking. Uh, Reese's peanut butter eggs, or ultra discounted Cadbury eggs, or God, I would love to, but I'm I'm being good and I'm eating right lately. Oh, I know. Um, <laughs> but for, lost, for those uh, of us that haven't or aren't as much or just likes going getting discount candy, this is another major yeah. discount candy day coming up. So, gotta tell you that. Uh, since the middle of January, I've lost 28 pounds. Damn, dude. That's really good. Yep. And that's that's just dieting. And uh, I'm trying to... Like, I have a cheat day, which I usually reserve for, like, Friday night. Because it's like, hey, it's the end of the work week and fuck it. You know? Um, and I'll maybe have a little sugar then. But I mostly cut out um, sugar. Um, in addition to, to eating the... Uh, the healthier meals and a lot more veg and fish and stuff like that. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh, need to start exercising here soon, get that metabolism going again. But God, I would love to fuck. Somebody linked to me the other day. Somebody made a Scotch egg, but they used a uh, Cadbury's cream egg. Oh my God! Instead of a, a regular egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did they still wrap it in sausage? I think they actually wrapped it in, like, chocolate or something okay. like that. Like, like they made the do... whole thing, like, a dessert. Yeah, yeah, you could totally do that with, like, a Cadbury cream egg and then, like, some, the no-bake oatmeal cookies or with some coconut. So what you do is, like, right. you make the no-bake cookies on the sheet, but then you put the egg inside it and you let it settle, set with the chocolate Cadbury egg. And then you have a dessert one. Yeah. Like, I could yeah. totally think of how you're doing that. But, like, I just imagine a Cadbury cream egg with, like, sausage, breakfast sausage around it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that would not be great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, maybe I'll be like, hey, Ajax, go, go buy me some eggs. <laughs> so we're going to go, uh, we're going to play hide the eggs. Yeah. Uh, I need ovipositor toy and uh, some Cadbury's eggs. I'm just going to put them right in my butt. Oh, that sounds like a really... Uh, Messy really, time. Really bad idea. It does, yeah. 
it sounds not delicious at all, actually. Yeah. Forget I said that. That's an awful idea. It's a terrible idea. So we should probably wrap it up because, again, it's it's getting a little late and Adam wants to go out. Yeah, my little man is like, it's been a loud day and I need to go, like, wander around and sniff things to clear my little Get him some little earmuffs, some little ear protection. Yeah. Well, I mean, he when he's underneath my feet, he also likes to be completely buried under his blanket. So he's just, like, at my feet, under his blanket, under the desk, like... I have had the door closed to minimize it, but just, oh, it's been so loud for the so, little dog. So from an outside observer, you walk in and you don't even see Adam. It just looks like you're warming your feet with a pile of blanket. Yeah. <laughs> that is adorable. Your dog is so cute. <laughs> yep, he really is a high-quality pup. I took a really he good is. photo the other day when I came home. He was hyper-focused on panther starting to shred some of the bar the brisket we made and it's this super I good photo of him staring like from just an inch away and he's like Aww. full frame picture of the dog just focused on the there was that a uh, slow motion video you sent us the other day of like i guess it was a piece of brisket that you tossed out and well he, i was he trying to, to let him jump up and catch it but he missed it but his the clack of his jaws had just enough wind force to make it drop and then it like landed on his face and then bounced to the ground he was like ah it had the same energy of that photo of like the dog failing to catch the frisbee or it's just like eh, right into its chest or in this case it was right across oh. the bridge of his nose but, yeah you know he got it he was fine yeah well there's that whole series of gifts of like the same like golden retriever failing to catch food repeatedly like, they keep throwing him a hot dog or something, he keeps bouncing off of his face. <laughs> yeah. Adam is not a dog that catches things. It lets it hit, he's like, I know what gravity is, I'll let it hit the ground. Yeah. But if I hold it up for him, he tries to jump and get it. He just didn't get it that time. So don't toss him, like, raw eggs to eat or something oh, like that. no. Goodness, no. <laughs> that would be fucking awful. Like, if you try to toss an egg at him, he would just look at it and, like, step... He'd step out of the way. He'd be like, what's that, splort? <laughs> Fuck that! <laughs> He's like, catching? It's gonna hit the ground. I'll get it then. <laughs> He's a food-motivated little guy, but he is not one for uh, physical exertion if he can avoid it. Very lazy. Like, I take him to the dog park across the way, and he met a puppy that was, like, 80% his size, but 500% his energy, and he had no idea what oh, to, no. how to, like, deal with this extremely excited puppy. He was like, oh, 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 hi, hello, oh, oh god, you're, you're in my face. Hi, hello, oh, hey, that's my butt, hey. <laughs> he, he, I guess puppies of other breeds see a dog the same size they are probably assume that they're also a puppy and have their level of energy. Yeah. Meanwhile, Adam's like, I'm an old man. Not really, but he's like, I'm middle-aged. Leave me alone. He's five, so he's like still very young for a dog his size. But yeah, he's just yeah. like, oh God. He's the prematurely aged millennial Zoomer. Yeah. He's just fucking done at the age of 25 you know yeah you're like oh you're under 20 don't fucking talk to me dude yeah and that's just that's just how it is as you get older he's like oh you're 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 a puppy oh man i'm gonna be over here sniffing the grass yeah yeah <laughs> ignore me 
<laughs> Let's you can wrap find Zavrid shitposting a dog that you're posting on Twitter. Yep. At Zavrid Drake. You can find Fuzz online occasionally at FuzzWolf. And you can go buy his books at ForPlanet.com or buy his ebooks at BadDogBooks.com. And you can also use our coupon code NOT at AdamandEve.com to get yourself a discount on shipping and some free little gifts. Get yourself something, you know, more tangible than an NFT. Like a. I can't think of an acronym for a toy that would be NFT. Anyways, get yourself like a dildo or something and indiscreetly package it. Let them know what you've got. You're buying a <laughs> sex wedge and a big old dick. Adam and Eve. <laughs> when the Adam and Eve delivery vehicle pulls up to your vehicle and it's a plain white panel van with a massive dildo attached to the roof. Yep. And they're like, but it's packaged discreetly. Yep. It's a unicar where the car the horn is a big old dong as it should be all right so on that note guys good night and read books read books yes